We're live now, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 93. And today, I got on someone who I, I have never had on my show before, but I actually think he's actually something pretty, someone pretty interesting, interesting I think you guys would actually like to hear from. I met him through, um, through one of my good friends, Carlos, who I've had on my show plenty of times before. I have um, Orbital Bacon. He's he's a he's an entertainment streamer on YouTube, and he does a whole bunch of um, um cool stuff. Like he's a voice actor, and like he even he talks a lot of pop culture and stuff like that. How you doing, brother? Greetings. Thanks for having me on. I'm doing well. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on. Like um, I wanted to get you on um once I heard about the stuff that happened between um with the Transformers fans. Like once I heard that, I was like, oh my god, I gotta gotta talk to this guy. It's like, this guy seems pretty interesting. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it's unfortunate how everything is becoming political, even pop culture, as you mentioned, with uh, talking about pop culture. And it's like, yeah, it's uh, it's like political culture now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well, yeah, there's a lot of other things you could call it. But, but one of the things you could um, in theoretically say it's like um, um, world culture, pretty much like now that's pretty much what it is. Like everything you do. Well, life culture, you could actually say now, because everything you do, it's considered toxic, toxic or something like that. That's mm -hmm. what we've become now. It's sad that we've come to this. Agreed. Yeah. So, so like, um, obviously, the first thing I want to talk to you about was like the big one. I just because I want to get your perspective on it. Basically, I'm like, um, it was you did a video with Carlos about was it a month ago now, somewhere around that time, but like, um. And like you did an interview with him because like Carlos, as you know, like he's he's the one behind a, a Transformers fan project called Transformers Prime Galvatron's Revenge. And like you're one of the voice actors for from what I from what he's told me, you're you do like over a dozen, like half a dozen characters, something like that. A lot of them. Mm -hmm. And you're actually doing you do actually do a pretty good, great job, brother. You do. I'll, I'll let you know that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And like you're Optimus Prime, man. That sounds badass. Like it almost sounds so it's so close to Peter Collins, so close to it. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate that. And that was well, like from those were recordings were from like seven years ago. So hopefully I've gotten better since then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, like, um, like I, like I was saying was you did a video with, with Carlos talking about the the project and stuff like that. And like, mm -hmm. um, I didn't, I didn't know it at first. Cause like, I didn't watch the video at um, the first day. It was like a couple days afterwards. I saw it, but I just didn't get a chance, a chance to watch it. And when I went into it, I saw like, um, the dislike to like ratio was vast. Like there were way more dislikes on the video than there were likes. And I was, I was a little confused right here. I didn't even understand why. And um, it wasn't until um, um, I talked to Carlos ab about it. Cause it wasn't, I didn't talk to him about that, that specifically, but he, it, it just came up and he told me that um, something, some drama has been going on and on Twitter about some trend about people who are in the transformers community and they're, they've gotten very angry with, with um, apparently you for, for political reasons. And um, I didn't understand, I didn't understand that. And, um, and me, and then Carlos asked me to look on, told me to look on Twitter to check it out. And I did. And I was like, what in the hell? Like, <laughs> I didn't understand this at all. Like, um, like I, I've I've seen a whole bunch of Twitter trolls all the time, but like they were legitimately going after you and Carlos, like heavily, and it was not even. Oh my God, it, you wouldn't believe what it was like, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I would, I would, because uh, yeah, they roped Carlos in um, right along. It was kind of wild how quickly they did it too, because he 
was making statements um, in the comments and the replies and stuff on on the YouTube video saying, look, this is the Prime Animations channel. I want to keep the conversation about the Prime Animations projects. If it's stuff that's going on outside of that, uh, you know, dome, then don't want to talk about it. You know, if it's drama, whatever. And people were trying to say, oh, but the it's not just drama. He said all these horrible things and it's, it that's where their stance but then he carlos went and looked at it and it's like well it may be a little uh edgy but it's not anything criminal and so unless it was somebody does something criminal i'm not going to just you know drop them off of a project that they volunteered to help out on yeah and and, uh oh go ahead well, so yeah, I was just I was just going to say so when when he said that they immediately roped him in and they said, "Well, he's Car- uh, when I say he referring to Carlos, he's a racist too and he's a Nazi too and all these I mean just every every label that they were putting on me, they were putting on him. I even saw one uh Twitter post that where the person said Carlos was worse than me. And I'm like, Carlos is so tame. He won't even curse. You know, he's so tame. And so for them to think that he's worse than me, I'm like, no, now you're really wrong. (laughs) Oh my God. Like I, that is, I didn't see that comment, but um, it's hilarious. (laughs) But yeah. And basically from what I was reading on Twitter, like they were about uh, the, what these people were saying, your comments were, they were saying that they were sexist, um, racist, homophobic comments um xenophobe yes any anything all the istophobes all the istophobes yeah like probably should have just said ism just to um get it done and over with but like um right so but but yeah like getting to those comments um i i didn't see any specific comments anything specific i i heard some things that they said you said i don't know for a fact and then um carlos he then told me like um he read some of the comments but like he he says like um he thinks they weren't worded the best way, but he understands what you were trying to say. So, um, what were like basically what was your implications with what you were trying to say out there? Actually, I'm really curious. So, uh, I'll, and I wish I had a, a specific one to look at. I should have I pulled up some examples, but um, uh, for one, I do agree with Carlos. Actually, looking back, it you know when people they always want you to bend the knee and apologize or take back what you said or they just want to silence you altogether and it's like well i meant what i said but i will agree that it could have been worded better i'm not i'm not a a wordsmith you know i'm not that's why i'm not a writer i i do i let other people write the script and then i'll do a voice for it you know that's why i'm not a writer so yeah i'll agree that i could word things better and of course there's a lot of especially lately um with what we see going on uh just just outside our window it's not even online it's just it's you know down the street you know people uh with with kids being indoctrinated in things you know taken to drag shows which is i don't care who you are it's inappropriate Mm -hmm. and i won't change my stance on that they don't belong at a drag show just like just like you wouldn't take a kid to a strip club so well the the funny thing the the funny thing is if you if you took a kid to a strip club you would go to jail immediately but exactly um, yeah. So anybody but well, a drag that, show? Well, and that and that was my whole I saw this going on, uh, because I do keep up with the current events through a, a variety of media sources so that I'm not just getting an echo chamber. So I see what they're saying, I see what more independent sources are saying, and you can kind of source out the truth pretty easily 
when you see everything, you know, shown, video footage, picture, you know, the receipts, as they say, you see it all there. And then you see what the news is telling you, you go, well, they're lying. It's like clear as day, you know? And so <clears throat> I would make statements in regards to the uh, LGBTQ community, because they were the ones mostly, and, and the, the, the trans community, because they were the ones mostly perpetrating this uh, drag show, family-friendly, quote-unquote, you know, all this stuff. And these and uh, you see all these videos uh, of teachers at schools, you know, with pride flags all around the classroom. And and it's it's one thing if you want to, you know, express yourself, whatever, that's fine. But when they are telling and it's not like a secret recorded video, it's the teachers recording themselves and putting it on TikTok. You know, it's not like they're secretly recorded. They are admitting that they'll tell because they think nobody will see it, that they'll tell the kids, don't don't say anything to your parents. You can tell me your pronouns or you can come out to me or whatever, you know, but and I won't tell your parents. That's evil. That's grooming textbook, yeah. textbook grooming. When you tell the children, don't tell the parents, this will be our little secret. That is textbook grooming. So <clears throat> I would make statements out about this and say, I don't support this stuff. This is wrong. This is evil. And the more that they would push back, and say, well, you're just a bigot. You're just a homophobe or transphobe, all this stuff. And, I, and, it, and it was really uh, telling, you know, how much they would push back on this stuff. Because then it's like, why are you so desperate? It's one thing, you know, because they, they, their argument is, it should be okay for the kid to be around someone dressed like this. Okay, well, let me ask you, why are you so desperate to be around a kid while you're dressed like that? I would like to know. <laughs> That actually is a great question, though. That really is. So, yeah, like, like, like I said, me personally, I don't actually, personally, I don't have any problem with any trans people, any um, gay people. I have plenty of friends. I, I'm, 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 some of my best friends are, 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 are like that. Like, um, and if you want to do that, go ahead. I don't care. I don't have any problem with it whatsoever. But like, try, but like, um, just, just like, um, just leave me out of it. That's all I ask. That yeah, just do that. That's all I would ask to do. Like I'll like like I'll be willing to have a conversation with you and 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 all of that. Just leave me leave me leave me out of it though. Like that's all I would ask. Yeah, uh, and I and I was always open to conversation. That was one of the things that I would actually criticize them for is trying to silence me or anyone. You know, they it's not just me. They do it to. There's countless examples out there, and. Uh, that was something I was always very critical of is like, stop trying to just shut people down, deplatform them. You know, you got to uh, uh, suspend their Twitter account and, and delete their YouTube. You know, they try to take down all of your methods of communication. And it's like, well, wait a minute. That's, that's antithetical than what, what we're trying to do here, because the whole reason, whether, whether you agree with the way I worded it or not, the whole purpose is to make a statement. And if you don't agree with it, Let's have a conversation about it. Otherwise, it needs to be addressed because it's a, it's not just me going, well, I don't like gay people. You know, I never just made a tweet where it just says, nah, I don't like gay people. I never said it was always a, an action, a behavior, something that was happening, verifiable, provable with, you know, with evidence that was going on, that was happening. And that also with evidence was being uh praised you know glorified 
by their side, you know? And again, of course, it's it's hashtag not all. It's not all of them. But when, when it's just like when uh, if they want to label all conservatives as Nazis or whatever, it's like, well, most of us aren't. Yeah, there are some. And, and we'll denounce just like, uh, remember, uh, Trump did it. They kept telling him, denounce the white, and he did. And then, and then it wasn't ever good enough. And it's like, well, what do you want us to do? Because we'll denounce the, the crazies in our pack, but you don't seem willing, their, their side doesn't seem willing to denounce the crazies in their pack. They want to instead just say I'm a bigot and a phobe and all this kind of stuff for calling it out, for pointing it out. So that, yeah. that was something I really had a problem with. Yeah, from from in my from what I've been seeing was possibly the one of the re goals behind this is like um they're trying to like um beat us into culture wars pretty much basically like um they because I don't I don't know if you watch Tim Pool's podcast a lot at all I don't know if you do but like yeah, um, from time to time yeah I watch his show a lot and Tim um talks talks he he's talked about this before on a show he says like um liberals don't have kids they have yours. Basically, they know, and basically, what they know is like they're trying to indoctrinate the, um, conservative kids because they don't have their own, and so because they know, like, um, if conservatives have more kids than liberals, then we conservatives will um will become the the the, the majority in this country, and the states will start turning red. But like, um, with these liberals, like, or maybe not liberals, I should call them leftists. My mistake. There's a difference between liberal and leftist. But like these leftists, what they're trying to do is they're trying to beat us in these culture wars so that so that their so what their ideology will continue spreading. They don't want us our our ideology to, to spread anymore. They want it to die out. That's what their goal ultimate goal is. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And you're and you're uh, hit the nail on the head with. They don't have their own kids, so they need yours. And that's why they're going – that's why they're trying to normalize the drag kid uh, story hour. Or I'm sorry. Well, I said drag kid. They do have kids doing drag now, though. That's the thing. They're trying to normalize all this stuff, drag queen story hour for the kids. But they have – you. they have uh, – they make TV shows out of it, you know, specials about it. They to, to, and, and think about how impressionable young kids are when they think they see this stuff. That's what they think is cool and popular, and, and if they're feeling – uh, you know, outcasts or like, you know, they don't have enough friends. Nobody pays attention to them. It's, it's the same thing. I mean, it's kids have been like this all throughout history, except the difference is, is that when we went through our phases trying to get attention or fit in or be cool or whatever it may be, you know, express ourselves, whatever, the worst that would happen is you would end up with a bad haircut and some clothes that you'll never wear again. These kids, if they go through this, they could end up permanently mutilated, and I think that's wrong and evil. Like, like, like in, in my opinion, if you're an adult, you want to do it, go ahead, knock yourself out. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, but, um, adults like, do whatever you want. But I'm, um, but a minor, I, I'm a totally against that. I'm totally against yeah. it. Yeah. But, and that's why, and it's, and as I mentioned before, the the it's in the schools. You know, the teachers proudly flaunting it in the schools, um, with with all these quote family friendly event they're not family friendly at all but they they call them that so they take their kids there and then uh where it's sort of to bring it back to where i fall into all of this is into pop culture and for anybody who's been a fan of this stuff for the past decade um or more but i would say at least a decade so that you would have at least some time before all of this stuff started happening because around 2015 2016 they started ramping this stuff up you started seeing the Marvel characters all getting race swapped or gender swapped or sexuality swapped or some combination of them. And then it spread from the Marvel comics and it uh, started going into like the DC shows. Remember the, those horrible CW shows that everyone used to rail on? 
Yeah, I remember. And then those. it started getting into the MCU, which uh, it, it was like you could see it happening. The the Captain Marvel, you know, the the girl power moment in Endgame, and all this. And and over the years, you could just see it bleeding out into everything. And even in the Transformers comics, they're robots. They're alien robots. And I don't even like to call them robots because they are life forms. I mean, if I'm going to get all nerdy into the lore, they yeah. are sentient life forms, and they are uh, just like most is intelligent or even non-intelligent even animal life uh, throughout the universe it's sexually dimorphic and so even though they are robotic in nature everyone just was always fine with them being male and female you know mm -hmm. but starting around 2015 in the comics and it started in the comics what they started putting all sorts of these identity politic you know sw character swaps in there turning characters gay all of a sudden ratchet Crow. you know these two two male yeah two male characters were getting together yeah just pairing all and it, and it was almost like fanfic was taken over it was really weird you know and the and it was such a focus was becoming on it too and it was like this is supposed to be about robots punching each other because gas prices are too high i mean <laughs> essentially that's what it is they ran out of energy this is just robots punching each other because gas prices are too high like why are we talking about like who they want to screw and then and then th at the same time they'll say well they're robots so they don't screw that was the, that was their whole argument to break down heterosexuality in the first place was they're robots they don't screw but they do they're they are gay so, what <laughs> like their logic it just it makes no sense so i and the fact that you know talking about what we were saying before how if you're an adult do what you want but but leave the children out of it this is a kids show at the end of the day you know it's a, I know that some of the movies were got a little raunchy at times. They were rated PG 13, whatever. <laughs> and the comics I think are kind of like that too. They're, they're more young adult audience, whatever, but the transformers franchise, the property itself it is, it's a kid's property. You know, it's, it's, it's to sell toys and action figures at the end of the day is the purpose comics, movies, video games, whatever. It's all meant to sell toys at the end of the day. So it's, it's really for kids. So this, these types of topics should be left out. And again, do what you want and as an adult. Make your own fanfics, you know? Get, hire, hire an artist and, and draw the characters gay. And have, uh, but leave it out of the comics. Leave it out of the cartoons, out of the movies, all this stuff. And it was in the comics for a while. But because those were more geared towards young adults, I think it a lot of us, and when I say us, like the the conservative fans, because I know I'm not the only one who doesn't like this stuff <laughs> um, in, the, in the Transformers community. Um, but a lot of us stayed quiet or didn't make much noise because it was, oh, it was just in the comics and those are more like teen rated, you know? But now yeah. it's in the show. The latest show, Earthspark, which is really geared towards a young audience, younger than the than the uh, previous ones, in my opinion, just from the presentation of it. G1 um, was geared towards more like um, um, eight to 10 year olds in my eight, opinion. Yeah. I think Earthspark is actually back to that. We're back to that, like the eight, nine, 10 year olds. That's really what it, it because I watched the first two episodes, it's all I could stomach, and that's really what it felt like. Just the the whole presentation, the acting, the character design, the the script writing, you know, every the the human characters that were a lot younger. Uh, everything because I know there's always human characters, and a lot of us fans are like, man, leave the humans out of it. We just want the robots. And especially if it's like an annoying kid, like in Transformers Prime, a lot of people didn't like Miko or Raph. Most people were fine with Jack. Personally, I didn't but mind I didn't, any of them. 
I didn't mind any of them either because it was such a well-written show. But it was also for more of a general audience. A lot of people try to say that that was, that was for a mature audience because it was all dark and edgy. No, it was a general audience show. It was someone any of a, any age could enjoy. And Earthspark feels like we're going back to more of that like 9, 10-year-old thing. But then at the end of the first season, they can't even get through a whole season. And it's only like 10 episodes in the season or something like that. I, can't, I don't remember exactly. It's like 10 or 11 episodes. They can't even make like a dozen episodes. And they have that scene. Nightshade's pronouns are they, them. And Optimus go, oh, I'm sorry. I'll make sure to update uh, all the people so they don't uh, misgender this. I didn't even watch that show. Yeah, yeah. They they have a scene where the, where this little girl, the, the character in the show is like six years old or something. I mean, she's like a little girl. Oh. And she corrects Optimus because Optimus says, uh, he did well in battle or whatever. You know, I'm paraphrasing. And she corrects him and says, Nightshade's pronouns are they, them. And, and a lot of people are going, dude, it was just one little scene. It was 10 seconds long. That's 10 seconds too long. That's 10 seconds too many. It's a kid's show. What are you talking about pronouns in there? Mm-hmm. Get that stuff out of there. Yeah. That's grooming. Yeah. Like, did you ever watch that um, TV show Peacemaker with John Cena? Did you watch any of it? Like, No, I, I didn't but, watch that one because I didn't see well, that Suicide Squad movie that he was in. Yeah. I personally, I didn't mind the, the the movie. I didn't mind it. Per in my opinion, I didn't mind it. Like, yeah. And personally, I actually thought John Cena wasn't that bad in Suicide Squad. But like, in the Peacemaker show, takes place a few months afterwards. And here's the thing, though, and I'm not joking with this: the opening scene of Peacemaker, a janitor literally literally calls him a racist superhero. Literally, that in the opening scene, the opening scene, he calls him a racist superhero. Specifically, he calls him this. Ah, you're that racist superhero that's always killing minorities. Like, legitimately. Oh, wow. That's even worse. Always killing minorities. See, it's like they can't not talk about it. You know? It's like, why can't you just... Because that was something to talk about uh, Carlos's project and how they were going after him. That was something he tried to explain. Obviously, they don't operate on logic, so it fell on deaf ears. But he tried to explain that even though his politics, whether they align with mine or, or don't align with theirs or however they want to look at it, he does not insert them into his, this project, this, this particular project. He, he's got his own podcast he can go and talk about. And the stuff that I say, that's on my own channel and my own Twitter post. I don't go into uh, Carlos or any other project that I'm involved with for that matter and tell them, oh, you need a make sure you say this or do this or whatever, da, 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 you know, to align with my, I just, especially if I'm hired for it, because I've been hired for gigs where I voiced a gay character. I didn't say anything. That's what I was paid to do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like they, but, but they don't want you to be able to, you know, say anything. They want to be able to put their stuff in and you have to be okay with it. And you can't put your stuff in or they'll attack you for it. And you can't even have your own platform. They want to shut that down too. So I just, I notice a lot of hypocrisy. I notice a lot of hypocrisy and no, uh, no addressing of the actual issues that are brought up. Like when I say, hey, okay, so don't be taking kids to this. There's no addressing whether or not kids should actually be there. It's just you're a bigot. You're a homophobe. You're, you know, you're this and that. And it's like, okay. And I've, I've even accepted. I'm like, yeah, that's great. I am. So what? 
can we address this now? <laughs> can we get, you know, let's get that out of the way. I'll just, I won't even try to argue that anymore because I, I'd rather get that out of the way and talk about the point and they won't do it. I'm blocked at that point. Yeah. And like, um, did Carlos immediately come and tell you, tell you that, or did you know about it already? Then you went and talked to, and you started talking to him about this, that all, when it all started. So, okay. So this is actually something that's been going on for years with me personally, I, I, and I don't just mean the culture war. Obviously, the culture war has been going on for years. Um, like I said, around 2015, 2016 is when I started noticing uh, the presence in the pop culture. It's probably been going on since before that, but when I noticed the, the presence surging in the pop culture. But uh, for me personally, since uh, about 2021, I believe it was, 2021, yeah, uh, that in early, like spring of 2021, that people started combing through my Twitter and I didn't even post, I don't use Twitter that much. Like, you know, if you've, if you've looked at me, I post like once or twice a day, maybe if that, you know, mm -hmm. um, so they were combing through months uh, worth, if not years where I, I don't know how, how long they went back, but at least months. Cause I saw that they had gone back like six to eight months. And, uh, as, as cancel cancel culture does, and they had combed through everything and found anything I had said remotely political. Um, I, I mentioned that, like, they took screenshots where I mentioned uh, James Gunn had made a comment about cancel culture. Because remember Gina Carano? Remember the whole thing with Gina Carano getting let go? So mm -hmm. he had he had commented on on something about that. And so I said in my post, I said, "Well, I don't want to support anything James Gunn is doing. I'm not going to go watch. That's why I didn't watch that new Suicide Squad movie. It's kind of funny you brought that up. That's why I didn't watch it because he had sort of." bent the knee to cancel culture and i was like well if that's the type of, of audience you're going to support i'm not going to be in your audience um and they took a screenshot as if that was something horrible that i said that i'm not going to support a james gunn movie like oh and then uh they they found a screenshot where i said trump was right about the the border mm-hmm well, and, he, actually, he actually was right. So, yeah. Right, right. And then they took a screenshot where I and this this one, and this is why I say this one for last, because this is a real kicker. Uh, the screenshot, the tweet that I said was I, I retweeted an, an article from, I believe it was from the New York Post, where it said that the uh, the founders, the, the, the leaders of BLM, the organization itself, had been purchasing all these mansions. It was like four or five mansions that they had purchased. And, and they, there was an investigation, multiple investi investigations being launched into where they got the money for those mansions. And so I, I retweeted that article and said, why isn't the money that they spent on these mansions, why is, hasn't it gone to the black community? If this is what BLM is all about, why hasn't it gone to the, to the black community? I think BLM is a, is a crooked scam. And they called me racist for that. They took this, they took that screenshot and they said, look at this racist bigot because I'm concerned that the money that these people raise in the name of the black community hasn't gone there. And lo and behold, cause this was long enough ago to now we know the results. They embezzled it. They, they were a scam proven. 48 indictments. Amazon even let them go. Or, or I, I say that let part them I wasn't go. Aware you know, of. Huh, I'm sorry? That, that part I wasn't aware of about Amazon letting them go. I did not yeah, know Amazon about that. Yeah, Amazon had actually had, had like uh, terminated their 
you know, partnership or whatever they had going on with Amazon. Yeah, it was it was official, official. BLM is a scam. Anyone who still supports that is uh, what what platform are we on? What words can I say on here? We're on Rumble. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, anyone who still supports BLM is retarded. Okay, so they're 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 retarded. I, I, I try not to curse too much, but the, I know there's certain words that aren't really curse words, but people clutch their pearls over. So I wanted to make sure I could say certain things. I don't want to get you in trouble. But yeah, BLM's a mental illness at this point. And, and uh, that's the thing is they call me racist for speaking out against that. And I'm going, wow, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised that you wouldn't also, if, if, if you are concerned about people being racist, well, then you must be, you know, I would assume concerned for the black community. They're the ones who call everyone racist. Well, then why aren't you worried about where the money went? You know, and of course that, that fell on deaf ears, try, trying to use reason, trying to use logic doesn't work. You know, and so all of this had gone on. I'm sorry for being long winded, but all no, of this fine. had gone on uh, for for years. And so when the um, when the project was coming to a close here with Carlos, when he was upload starting to upload the final scenes, and they were really starting to get a lot of attention, uh, I noticed that like um, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just a the algorithm on YouTube just started showing people in the recommendeds, but uh, people started you know finding out it seemed like for the first time, or maybe they were just remembering and for, had forgotten about it, uh, about the project. And there was this, a lot of uh, tension, you know, hundreds of thousands of views on some of these uh, videos, just, just alone, you know? And um, I, so months ago, way before any of this happened, but because of the inis initial uh, cancellation a couple of years ago, and I knew some of them were still lurking around because, you know, you see them on Twitter or on discord every now and then, it would be like every other month, it would seem like over the past nearly two years, they would still bring me up. And so I told Carlos when I saw the project, uh, you know, getting big and, and um, coming to a close, you know, it was wrapping up. So, of course, when the full release, that would also get a lot of attention. So I gave him a heads up months ago. I said, hey, man, I still see I got canceled a couple years ago and I still see some of these guys talking about me. There's a good chance that when they find out I'm in this project. Cause they don't, they don't seem to be aware, which I take as a compliment to my voice acting that they didn't even recognize. I was all the characters that I was, they just thought I was Optimus. Um, yeah. but when they come to find out how, uh, how involved I am in this project, uh, beyond just voicing one character that I'm multiple characters and that Carlos even brought me on to help with casting for the sequel. When they, by find the way, I actually out, auditioned for that. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Excellent. Um, I've been, I mean, I've been listening to him too. We've got a lot of good ones in, so yours is probably one of them. Cause we, we've got a lot of, uh, good auditions in there, which is nice. I'm, I'm, uh, pleasantly surprised at how much already too. Cause he only announced that like a couple weeks ago. Uh, but sorry, <laughs> sidetracked there. But so I gave Carlos a heads up there and I said, there's a good chance that when they find out how involved I am with not just this project, but with your, your sequel projects going forward, that they're going to flip their lids you know, shit's going to hit the fan and they're probably going to come after you because this is what they did to the channels that I was working with a couple of years ago and they pressured them into letting me go. So they're going to come to you and they're going to try to tell you. And, and I, and so rather than act like, you know, oh, like I was blindsided or something like, oh, they're, they're, they're talking shit. I don't know. I said, look, here's what I said, but I, I don't even, because I'm not, I'm not ashamed of what I said, you know, I don't take it back. So I, I, I showed Carlos before they even did, 
You know, you know how they, they, they look at what he said. Look at all this and that. He, Carlos already knew. I showed him. I showed him the screenshots. I said, here, man, look at, here's what I've said. And, and, uh, if, and if you don't like it, then I understand and you can let me go. Or if you are, you know, don't care, then we can keep working together. You, you've seen that I have not uh, pushed anything on your project, you know, pushed any of my political agenda into the project. I've, I've kept it professional here and I keep all of this stuff to my own personal accounts with, I mean, yeah, it has the Orbital Bacon name, but if, if everyone else is allowed to say their piece, why can't I? Mark Hamill's on there you know, making fun of Trump. Uh, uh, Pedro Pascal was mocking Gina Carano when she got let go. And he posted that thing about uh, conservatives being comparable to Nazis. Well, he also remember um, after Kyle Rittenhouse was found um, um, innocent, he posted that's, that as well. Yes, that's right. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that one was really bad too. Yeah, so, it, it, and, and that's on, on their own accounts with their names that are attached to, to, the, to the projects the same as they are in the credits. So if everyone else is allowed then I should be too. That's that's equality. That's what's fair, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I will show anyone, Carlos or anyone that I work with, like, yeah, here's what I said. I'm not hiding it, but I'm letting you know that they're going to come after you. They're going to be mad. And so he knew. He had a heads up. And so when they started uh, jumping on the comment section of his videos and not just the interview that he did with me, they were going to other videos. They were going to the community posts that he would make, you know? And just anything that they could and say, get rid of Orbital, he's a bigot. And when he would delete their comments and say, look, I'm trying to keep this about uh, the project, they said, complicence, uh, 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 if you are being complicit or whatever, they, they com complicency, what, 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 I can't remember the exact word, because it was some word that they used where it's like they were trying to sound smart, but it was so stupid because all, all they were trying to do was pin it on him just because he was saying, don't talk about this here, we can talk about it elsewhere. You know, mm -hmm. and, oh, you're complicit. That means you condone his actions and you're you're just as bad. You're a racist, too. And Carlos even came out and said, you guys realize I'm Latino, right? And they said, it doesn't matter. Uh, that was one of my I took a screenshot of that It was one of my favorite because uh, anytime they say something really dumb, I take a screenshot because it's really funny to laugh at. Right. And that was one of my favorite ones, man, is they that he Carlos says, you realize I'm a Latino. And they response, that doesn't matter. You're still a racist. <laughs> Oh man, it was cracking me up. So yeah, it, it was uh, it was a shit show as predicted. But I think I think it helped that I you know kind of gave him the heads up, so he knew that it was you know what to expect. He wasn't blindsided by it, and he also knew what I said. I think there might have been a couple of things that I hadn't already showed him because they actually went through. Uh, they had somebody that I guess was like a former uh, fan or something from my Discord and went through private because my Discord is private. You know, so I speak yeah. real free on there. I I let all the expletives fly on there, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, that's the thing is it's private. It's not it's not meant for anybody to see uh, that doesn't want to see it. But somebody went in there, uh, you know, posing as like, yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. I want to see all this. And then took screenshots and started posting all that. So Carlos said, okay, th those things are a little, you may not want to be repeating that stuff. But, you know, in fairness, it's in private. It's not, you know, and I, and I kicked out. I found out who it was and kicked him out. And wow. um, so it won't be a problem going forward. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, like, you imagine what anybody says in private, man. Like, nobody's perfect. That's the other thing, too. And, you know, I'm a Christian, you know. Uh, uh, let he who is without sin throw the first stone, you know. Nobody, that's that's why I don't ever just go after people just blindly like, 
oh, you're this, you're, you're this uh, uh, gender or race or sexuality, whatever, I automatically hate. No, no, it's when I see actions, actions, behavior, you know, the things that are where you can actually see it. I, yeah, that I'll judge, that I'll judge. But otherwise, I don't care what you do in your private time. I'm a flawed human being too, you know? We all are. And so, exactly, exactly. And that's what's so crazy to me is that they want to they want to police my speech even in private. And that's how I know, you know, who's the who's on the right and wrong side here, you know, regardless of of my wording of things and how uh edgy I can get or whatever they want to call me. Yeah. The thing about it is I don't care what they do in their private time, and they're trying to police what I do in my private time. Yeah, say in my say in my private. Time. Yeah, so so like from what from what Carlos has told me, you you have a very good range with 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 your voice acting and stuff like that. That's why you he told me you voice some um, Optimus, Prowl, and Mega. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean Brawl and um um Galvatron, correct? Yeah, uh, uh, Optimus, uh, Brawl, Galvatron, as well as Scourge. Ultra Magnus and Onslaught. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, six six characters total, I think, yeah. if I counted that right. You voicing any more in like the sequel besides um any 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 without counting any returning characters, like any Well new see ones? that's the thing with the returning because I know I know about half of my characters are not returning because it was uh the Destructicons and the Combaticons. So and I know I know they'll be back in part three, um, without giving it too much away. But Carlos Carlos they and I have Carlos has he has has um told have had private conversations about some of the stuff. So like I won't say okay, it here so because you know. like, all right, then I'm not spoiling anything for you. So yeah. then yeah, so half my characters are are not appearing in part two. So the thing I thought about it and I thought, well, I'll still have my recurring roles, and then and then if I were to take on any new roles, and if those new roles go over to part three and the old ones show up as well so then i have the original six plus anything i knew part three is going to be a little too busy for me i i mean yeah I, from i don't i don't from, consider myself or really i don't know other than frank welker i can't think of anyone who could do like that many characters without you people starting to go okay it's the same guy <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so like i know i'm no i'm not frank welker so like I mean, I appreciate the compliment saying I have range, but I know where, what my limitations are. And and really, I feel like six is even because even even then um, going back and listening to it, especially because the, you know, with how many years old the recording is and uh, how much I've, I've trained and, and try to try to improve over those years. I go back and hear some of those clips. I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's that's bad. I could do so much better. Or I I sound just like this other. I did the same voice for these two characters. You know, I'll, I'll really pick on myself, you know, and critique myself. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's the thing is, is I will probably, I might, I might go for maybe like one or two characters, maybe yeah. if it yeah. really is like, oh yeah, I really want to try for this character. But for part two, I think I'm just going to mm. keep my, uh, uh, recurring roles and really yeah. focus on casting yeah. a bunch of new talent. Cause we've yeah. got a lot of awesome yeah. auditions already, as I mentioned yeah. before. And yeah. I really am excited to bring on, uh, some, some new talent that is already on that like you know when i talk about how it was my uh, uh skill level seven years ago to where it is now some some of these guys that have auditioned they're on that skill level already so i'm yeah. really excited to bring them on the project yeah 
And and like um Carl from some of the details Carlos told me, I won't say them I won't say them here because I'm like in case there's any audience watching. So yeah, but like um from what he's told he told me some stuff that's gonna be happening happening. And right after he told me, he says, "How you like them apples?" And I was like, <laughs> I was like, now that that sounds badass. Some of the stuff he yeah. said that is truly badass, especially with the second one. It's what it's what I like to call a, a crowd pop moment, you know, like when the crowd yeah. pops, like when uh, uh, Captain America caught Thor's hammer. And if you were watching in the theater, man, the crowd popped, right? Oh, they, yeah. they, everyone rem- started clapping, cheering. Well, it between, was crazy. Between that and um, um, Thor arriving in Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crowd pop moments, right? So I feel like the what he described uh, in part two and and as well as a moment in part three, I think that each each one has a moment where the crowd's going to pop. So, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, and it's cool stuff, too, that I haven't seen in the franchise before. I haven't seen oh. anybody do this. That's what's really cool. The closest well, thing, well, I won't, well, well, again, well, I'll keep it vague, too. The closest thing, because part two, the, the, the crowd pop moment in part two, I haven't seen anything that I would even come close in the franchise. In part three, the crowd pop moment, there was like, you would have to have read like every comic because there was like one reference and it's and it's yes. like a panel where they just reference and it's not even necessarily the same thing. It's just something that somebody might go, oh, it's kind of like that. But it's a super obscure moment from the comics. Like I said, just like one panel. It's just a reference. They don't even play out the event in the comics. So it's really like, yeah, these these are going to be uh, moments that make the crowd pop for sure. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but like I said, the stuff that he told me was really badass, and some stuff um, is is very is it's different than what I would would expect to happen. But from what from, but it's but it's interesting though. Unlike yes. unlike uh, unlike the last Jedi, which was just um subverted expectations just just because this one from what what from what he told from what Carlos told me, um this is just my words. Like I'm from you're you're subverting expectations, but just but doing it organically though. Yeah, it's not a. It's not like oh, we're doing this just to like troll everyone. It's like oh, it's just not going to go in that typical way that so many Transformers stories, whether they were official or fan made, so many of them go in a you know sort of a, a standard direction. And this one really uh, has a nice few surprises along the way um, that, like I said, I haven't seen anywhere else among official or fan made projects. So I think it'll be really cool. And that's and it's what's missing. You know, you brought up The Last Jedi for the subversion, but also The Last Jedi is a good example of just modern media, how it's very, whether they're trying to subvert expectations or not, it's very bland. You know, all the focus is on all of the the representation, you know, who who's playing what character and all this kind of stuff. And the stories end up being very bland, uninspiring, especially what a horrible thing for a heroic story, to, you know, a superhero these you know these are these are movies and and tv shows and stuff about superheroes the, the they should be in, if 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 nothing else they should be inspiring right and they're just they're so bland and uninspiring and that's just horrible what a horrible thing for a for a heroic tale to be and that's what all these things are and so i'm excited to to and that's what i'm saying like it's not even about politics. It's that we just have an exciting story, something fun, something inspiring, something that so much of the modern media is lacking. And I'm just really excited to, to uh, be a part of it. Yeah. And like um, with like I told you before we went live that I'm actually doing my own little thing. 
um, like audio thing. Carl, the, um, the reason I'm Carlos actually inspired me to do it. Actually, that's awesome. That's great. And that's yeah. what we need to do, man. We need. There's a lot of creative people out there that aren't going to be, you know, offended or 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 clutching their pearls over a Twitter post. And we need to all band together. The yeah. creatives, we we need to stick together because that's that's the thing is a lot of these people you know, say, say what you want about whatever their politics, but they, they have no creativity. They're, they're all, uh, one trick ponies, you know, where all they can do is the swap. Oh, what if we take Captain America, but he's black? Or what if it's Batman, but he's gay? Or what if it's, uh, jazz from Transformers, but he's a girl, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? Like all it is, is a swap. That's their one trick. That's all they got. That's, that's the limit of their creativity. And so what we need is to stick together, have all these creatives because all the, I mean, creative energy, man, creative power. We, we need to, to, to harness that. We all need to stick together and put out those projects. And I, and I've already seen people doing it too, which is great. I, you know, obviously we've been talking about Carlos and his project here, but what I've mentioned comics a lot and the indie comics, there's a lot of really good stuff out there, man. I don't know if you know about common America Oh, great book. Fantastic book. It's kind of like uh, Deadpool or or even the Ninja Turtles, where the concept started out as as more of a parody. Deadpool was oh. a parody of Deathstroke and the Ninja Turtles were a parody of Daredevil, actually. Oh, oh and, yeah. Uh, they, they developed their own personalities, their own characters and their own lore and became their own thing that are arguably more popular than than what they were parroting. You could you could say De Deadpool is more popular, at least at one time, was certainly more popular than Deathstroke. And, and you can uh, certainly you can certainly say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is more popular than Daredevil. Certainly. Yes, exactly, exactly. And so Captain uh, or Common America is parroting Captain Marvel. And and when you look at the numbers, this is an indie book going up against Marvel, and they they dwarf the sales numbers. So now you've got their you know the, this thing that started out as a parody that's developed their characters and their lore and their their world, you know, and become its own thing well-written with fantastic art, great stories, inspiring, fun, you know, all the things that comics should be. And it now dwarfs the, the thing it originally parodied. So yeah, that's what we need to do, man. So I'm glad that you've got a project going on. I'm going to keep going. They can't stop me. They can try to cancel me. They can try to stop me. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So I, I think it's great that you've got projects going on. We need to keep it going, man. Yeah. Well, my, you, mine is, ba you remember the, you, you remember the show Avatar, the last airbender? Yes. Great show. Like I loved it. Um, Legend of Korra too. I really, I love that one. Not as, it's not as good as Avatar the Last Airbender, but I really enjoyed it though. Like, uh, like, and that's actually what my story is. My project is based off Legend of Korra actually. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure if you watched that show though, but I, I really, I didn't watch it. Korra. I, I watched well, uh, the last airbender, uh, all, all three books oh, yeah. uh, as they called the seasons and, and I loved it. But I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get into Korra. Yeah, you didn't watch any episodes. No, I saw. I saw a clip where I, uh, she she busts out saying, "Yeah, I'm the Avatar. You got to deal with it." And I was like, "Nope." Well, uh, just um, just um, try to do like um, get past that scene because, like, honestly, other than maybe like one us the the very the very end of the show, um, it's it's actually a really great show. Like the very end scene, um. It, it you can it's it's weird like you can interpret it in two ways there's two ways like um if you look it up right now like after you get done with this you go look it up and like in like when you see it you can interpret it in two ways and you can easily see which ways they're inter you could interpret it in 
easily. Okay. And that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough because I think yeah. that's what people were probably doing. What? Because uh, another show that sounds like that, have you heard of Arcane? It's based on League of Legends. I've heard of it, but I never watched it. That is a fantastic show, well written, well acted, another just great story, great show. But it has uh, uh, one or two characters that are gay or bisexual, whatever they want to identify them as. And a lot of people were ragging on me because I I use Jinx memes. Uh, you know, she's a character from it, and I use Jinx memes on Twitter. You know, she's gay, da, da, da. and I'm like, see, that's that's the difference. I can like the stuff. You know, I can like stuff that contains things that maybe I don't uh, approve of or agree with or is made by people that I don't agree with or whatever. They, if they don't like you, everything that you're, that you touch, that you're involved in, you know what I mean? Every project, every, you know, friend of yours, every platform that, that you're on, it all has to go, right? So I just think that's really funny. So yeah, if I'll give Cora a shot because... It could be like that where maybe it had, like you said, uh, elements that could be interpreted either way. But if there's still a an actual uh, good story in there, then I'll check it out. Because that's that's how Arcane was. Arcane, like if people just want to look at it and, and just go, oh, it's got lesbians in it and just flaunt that. It, but yeah, that's barely that, uh, anything that, to do with this show. Yeah, to tell you that, that's actually one of the interpretations it could have been. Like, we don't know for a fact because like... um. I mean, in the comics that take place after it, like the official comics, yes, that's what it was. But if you just watch the show and you never read the comics, you could interpret it in any way you want to. And even the presence of that isn't an automatic like, oh, I hate it. No, it's no, it's no. how it's handled. It's 100% how it's handled. because, yeah. um, And that's why I think it's so funny when people would try to they thought they were getting this massive dunk on me by saying, oh, you know, Arcane has lesbians in it. And I'm like, yes, I'm well aware. There's a reason I chose these memes very strategically. I knew exactly what I was doing, choosing a character who might be bi. It's not uh, confirmed in the show, but that people, you know, just assume is is a is a gay character and the, and there's a and there's other gay characters in the show but i love the show because it wasn't uh just shoved in our face like that if you've seen that um twitter mm -hmm. post going around it's a gundam shared it originally i i posted my own version of it with a panel from berserk but it mm -hmm. says reject western comics embrace japanese manga and the western the the image for the western comics is from uh batman or batgirl and it's uh, it's some trans person and they've got the baseball bat with the trans flag on the bat and it says the dialogue it, you know in the speech bubbles is like uh you know don't leave without a weapon like batgirl's yelling after him don't leave without a weapon and the person says i'm a trans woman in gotham of course i have a weapon and it's the baseball bat with the trans yeah. flag that's ridiculous that's terrible writing that's that's just right in your face it's so stupid whereas in arcane for instance a show that I really enjoy and will sing the praises of, they develop the, it starts as, as almost a uh, uh, cops and robbers sort of thing. You know, it, there's the girl who's, she works for the police force. She's from the the above, you know, the, the, the city above where everyone's all fancy and rich. And then there's the girl from down in the slum. She's kind of a pickpocket, you know, and everything. And then they yeah. find out that, uh, the, the, the crooked people behind the misery for everyone, whether you're yeah. from the slums or the night, you know, they find out who's behind that and they realize that their, their uh, interests are aligned, you know, that they want to, mm -hmm. they both want the same thing, that their values align, I guess you should say. Yeah. Or I should yeah. say. 
Um, and and they start developing a friendship. And then uh, the pickpocket, the girl that's pickpocket, she's kind of a little flirty with her. And the, and the other girl doesn't really reciprocate at all. But it's it's it reminds me of Han Solo and Princess Leia. Do you remember the way that Han Solo oh. was like, you know, just he was flirting with her, a, but he was but he wasn't he was flirting with her, but he was doing it as a joke though. Yeah, very roguish. Very roguish, yeah. the way he would flirt with Leia. Yeah, that's exactly. You could use a the, good the, kiss. That was yeah, one of my yeah, all-time yeah, favorite yeah. scenes. Yeah, just like, kind of like offhanded remarks and stuff. But it won her over in the end, and and they ended up being this like really sweet couple. And that's exactly, even though it's two girls, it's not shoved in your face. It's not. Oh, I'm a lesbian. Yeah, no, no. they don't say anything. They it just organically over the story. The 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 more roguish character as they as they develop their friendships and and realize that they they have uh, similar goals and they they develop a respect for each other and she kind of flirts with her in this roguish way and it's not overt at all and it was completely organic and i was fine with it I, it was well yeah. written i'm like yeah it's fine it's yeah. Uh, and, and i'll still to this day say it's a great show you should go check it out um i might do that um and i'll, I'll also like um with my little thing it's actually taking place after the the show the legend of court ended and when I say takes place after it, I'm talking about literally that that last scene. Literally, it picks up that last moment. The moment the camera um, stops, that's when it picks up from how I'm going to handle it. Oh, that's cool. And and me, I actually made a little teaser for it. Like um, what I did was I took clips from the show and put put and made them into like a little teaser. Um, I can if you you want to see it because I have it right pulled up yeah, right yeah. here. Throw, throw it up on the screen. Right here, here it is, and basically. The, the first part of it, it sh it's literally the last thing. So, like, you'll see. You can interpret it however way you want to. And But um, after that, you'll, you'll see. Get Julie, do the thing. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. All I did was just take clips and just put the music over. I like, I'm no, I'm no crazy master editor. I, that's literally all I just did. Just took clips and then just did that. It seemed, it gave me the impression that, uh, you know, they were like stepping into a portal at the end. And what the, that was a, that was a portal to like them, um, the spirit world. And the, the way the, the, 
the way the the show ends is like they go on vacation. That's why they're going to. And that was the last shot of the the show, that first part. And so, like I said, you can interpret however you want to, but yeah, it leaves it yeah. open for more adventures. Yeah, like it's to me like um like in the show, there's no real, in my opinion at least, there's no real like um build up like um that's what it was. But in the comics that take place after, yes, it's it shows that's what it was. But but just in the show, there's no it doesn't show that. Yeah. It just showed that they were just best friends, really, from how I interpreted it. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have yeah, to check but, it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the third season is by far the best season. Like it gets dark. Like you have no idea how dark it was. Like, um, for an, like if it was, it does have a lot of humor in it. But if you took even just a little of that humor out, and because the thing is, at the end of the day, it needed that humor. If you took even just a little of it out, it would be a completely dark show. Like, maybe a little too dark actually oh wow yeah because like you literally see people getting killed on screen and it's like a nickelodeon show yeah that that just means that they took it seriously oh it was very seriously it was yeah yeah uh what else uh yeah. Did you want to like move on to another topic? Because I'm um, like, um, we, we haven't talked like too many political stuff. Like, um, I can move on to something. Move on to something. Yeah, because cool. that was really that I, I that was really all that had happened with the uh, the the Transformers uh, Twitter mob. Is uh, a, as I said, you know, they anything that I've said that doesn't um, you know praise their their various alphabet organizations. Um, they just automatically label me uh, all the istophobe names. I gave Carlos the heads up and uh, that they would, you know, have a, a negative reaction, which they did. Probably probably a little bit worse of one than, than what we expected, but it, it was it, at least I, I gave him the heads up on that. And um, from there, it was because that's that's all been over the past couple of weeks. We're just still we're still going, you know, like. We're not stopping anything. We're still putting the videos out. Um, we've, like I said, we received auditions. It's not like people are boycotting the project or anything like that. Yeah, um, I think Carlos. Uh, he texted me the other day. He said that he already recovered the handful of subscribers that had left because there was like a small drop off oh, yeah. when it initially happened. Oh. But he's already recovered to what was there and then beyond. So now it's like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Um. And same thing with me, like on my channel, I, I had an initial dip, but now it's recovered and actually exceeded where it was before the recent drama. And uh, what was really funny is uh, one last thing I'll say about these uh, particular group is they, you know, they, they call me all these names and say I'm hateful and horrible and all these things. Right. Yeah. You know, because I said things they don't agree with. But then they are saying some of the most vile things that I've never said about any of them, you know, uh, threatening me, wishing death, wishing me to, you know, unalive myself or other various, uh, harmful things to happen to me. And, um, it's just like, who are the good guys again? You know, cause like they, yeah. they think they're the good guys, but I've never seen any, you know, we talk, we've been talking about superheroes a lot here. I've never seen any superheroes act like this. You don't, yep. you don't see Captain America being like, like yeah, I hope your whole family dies. You know, like go kill yourself, Red Skull. Like he doesn't talk like that. Yeah. You know? 
it's yeah. just it's it's weird it's just very weird for me so yeah that was really all i had to to say about that it's uh because at the end of the day it's it's really no big deal it's just a bunch of, of little babies that are angry on twitter and they ha- and they have no power they're on a power trip and I and I say that because they say that they say we'll stop them with our power. We'll show them our power. They think that they can control things. That they have power. They have no power. They don't control shit. And uh, we're still doing our our project, and we're still making everything happen. And they haven't uh, affected anything. All they've yeah. done is wasted a bunch of their time, their own time. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe sometime, like you should check out my 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 project that I'm going to be doing because, like, maybe you'd be a good voice actor for maybe a character. Or yeah, two. definitely, man. Yeah, like I'm, I think you should probably watch the show first so you could get an idea of it because, like, um, mm. you would because then, like, um, from where I'm going, you're you're gonna at least need an idea of what the show feels like. Actually, that's yeah. what I believe. So, yeah, and really, it's it's not. It, Originally, when I first started doing it, it was just going to be like, um, oh, it's just going to be a fan fiction. Just going to write it down and just put it on the Internet. Then I morphed it into like like an old radio. Like, you know, those old radio shows they did back in the day were like um, before yeah, the radio before, dramas before television. So, yeah, they, they, they had to be like on radio and stuff like, like the that. Lone Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, um, you know, the show Futurama, too. Like, I love that yeah. show. Like um, after the show ended a few years later, um, like the creators, they did like a special episode, but it wasn't um, animated. They just did it on a, like a little podcast audio thing. That's cool. Yeah. It was, I really loved it, but yeah, but yeah, maybe you should um, consider being a voice actor for mine when I get it done. Cause like, cause really what I'm doing is it's going to be like, um, like books or seasons, like the original show was. So I'm just going to interpret, do it like that. Yeah. And there's episodes involved in these books, how I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah sounds very cool okay yeah all right <clears throat> all right let's move on to this now because i think um this would be something interesting yeah right here like um I, like i saw your tweet that you posted was it today or yesterday about um your pro lgbtb but your pro gun <laughs> pro bible pro um what was the other one again uh yeah i i uh I'll, admittedly i i got that from bryson gray i don't know if you're familiar with bryson oh, yeah. gray oh yeah love bryson gray he's great um, and I saw him, he had a, a sweatshirt on in one of his videos that's, that had LGBT on it. And I go, I go, now I know he's not wearing that, like, like for the, the alphabet people, like pronoun people. Um, so I paused it and I read it and it said, Liberty guns, Bible truth. <laughs> and I, I really like that. So, yeah. um, and I, and he, and I see he's, he's, you know, worn that, uh, in a few of his videos and he posted about it on on his Twitter. So I, I thought, you know what, on the back of all this controversy, <laughs> what, why not? Well, I think it's a great time. Now's a perfect time to, you know, stir the waters a little bit. Let me go ahead and tell them what the LGBT that I acknowledge. And that's yeah. Liberty guns, Bible and truth. And of course, oh, they're, they're having a field day over that right now. Oh yeah. I saw in the comic section, they were going off at you. So oh, yeah. I, I was laughing at that actually when I saw it. That. Is, it's really funny. Yeah, but yeah, like um, that we're gonna go into this right here about th- I mean, this article from the Daily Caller because mo- some most of the stuff I do on my show now is I I do um I talk about like um the news and, and articles and stuff like that. Well, like um, but when I have guests on, we we go and we talk about anything. We pretty much do anything. But I'm um, with but like um maybe we could bring one of the an article in before you head out. All right. Sure. Sure. Right. Um, <laughs> and this is from the Daily Caller, and the article is titled "After Mass Shooting." Israel moves to expand civilian access to guns. Why can't we have that here in America? That, yeah. Like, are you aware? Like, 
Yeah. Are you aware of the pistol brace ban that um the ATF just did? No. Basically, like you know, with like pistols, like um, like um, some some pistols, they are they you can add like a brace to them, so like you can hold it better because like it's usually for disabled um people, like vet vet veterans and stuff like that, because they can't hold the gun pretty well. And basically, what it is, it acts like um, it, it's it's a thing that you attach the gun and then you you put it on your arm to like hold it steady so you can use it. And the ATF, what they just said, no, and guess what. Congress didn't pass this. This wasn't like something that was le legally passed. The ATF just made this rule up where pistol braces are banned because they say this. They say a pistol brace turns a pistol into a short-barreled rifle. And as you know, short-barreled rifles are illegal, which in my opinion, that's incredibly stupid. But still, though, it turn it makes it illegal. Like No, it, it does not turn it into a short-barreled rifle. That is bullshit. And that's... uh. That's I don't, I don't even know what to label that what they're doing. I know it's wrong. Shall not be infringed. Yep. The easiest um thing you could you could put there, shall not be infringed. Like and but yeah, but yeah, like they literally said it's illegal. And plus some um, people they said the ATF said you have 120 days to either register or destroy um the 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 brace, the pistol brace. Yeah, good luck. Good yeah. luck. Making over mil millions of Americans criminals cuz guess what? When you walk into a lot of gun stores, a lot of pistols these days have braces on them, and they it just, and they say that these are now illegal. So, yeah, and and like yeah, or like an or if you're aware of the controversy going on in Illinois right now, we're like um we're like the the Illinois banned um so-called assault rifles, which that's code word for um um semi-automatic rifles. And even though there's and there's no such thing as an assault rifle, but yeah, we, people think like an AR is like a, a model, and it's not. It's it's just it's literally just like a a rifle, like a regular like like it's not much difference between that and like the old hunting twenty two gauge hunting rifle you use. There's not much difference yeah. other other than just the design. No, they're yeah. vague on purpose so they can be blanket terms. Oh yeah, and basically, um, Illinois banned them, and like after that, the, the bill was passed and signed. A lot of sheriffs in Illinois came out and said they will not enforce it at all because they think it's un they say it's unconstitutional. And they're hundred yeah, percent right. And after that, ha after a lot of these sheriffs were saying that, the governor literally came out and says, "Well, if they're doing that, they won't be there that much longer." Then, so literally threatening them if they don't enforce unconstitutional laws. That's where we're that's where we have come to now. It's like how they got uh, a lot of people to quit the military because they wouldn't mm -hmm. take the jab, and now they've got a bunch of like trannies running around in the military. Yeah. 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 But like uh, you, you get the idea right here. Like um, they're literally trying and you just said it best. They're literally trying to be so vague that you can interpret it in almost any faction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm um, like, well, getting into this article about here from Israel, like um, I, I, you're aware that there was like um, a shooting in Israel that happened pretty recently, right? It's uh, honestly, it's hard to keep up. I heard about the one in California. Like, yeah, it's they're all over the place right now. Yeah, we got a we we got a big mental health problem going on right now. We don't have a, yes. not a gun problem, but yeah, and like after this happened, um, the the government in Israel said that they're looking to expand um um access to to firearms to help to make sure people can protect themselves because like law enforcement isn't going to be there all the time, and why Israel's doing this? I applaud Israel, but why aren't we doing that here in America? That's what I want to know. Well, the the government is doing it so that will be easier to control because they've just been 
getting bigger and bigger, especially like Biden, the, the Biden administration just ramping it up. It's like crazy how they're going full uh, totalitarians on us. But the uh, so the go- that's why the government's doing it. The people, why they're so uh, like willing uh, or many people here, of course, not everyone here is willing to. And, and I and I applaud those uh, sheriffs in Illinois that refuse to go along with that. But take California, for instance, how they're just so like, yeah, give us all the gun laws. And then they have the most gun violence in the country um, and or, or, or Chicago. And it's because they they are. I don't know if brainwashed is the right word, but everyone, actually it is. It is. I I, I I honestly I think that's what it is. It's a level. Of, it's not like cartoon brainwashing where their eyes are swirling and stuff, but it's like. There is it's a level of brainwashing where people have been convinced that the the guns are the problem and that if nobody had access to them, this wouldn't happen. And, you know, they they just they believe all of these. um, I mean, they're just they're outright fallacies, because if you look at places, not just in America, but all around the world where people have no gun, the citizens have no guns, I should say. They're not very free places or they're not very low crime places or both. Yeah. Uh, you know, Australia with, with a few exceptions. I think Japan is like one exception, but even they have had a, uh, uh, who was the, they have, uh, they have a their, whole bunch of, they have a whole bunch of knife stabbings though. Yeah. They have they, a whole bunch of knife stabbings, but then didn't somebody just get assassinated because they were so lax on, on guns that somebody just walked up, uh, uh, Abe. Uh, got assassinated because the guy just walked up. He was just standing out in the road and he just walked up and shot him because they didn't, they don't take guns seriously. But so I think what, it, like you said, there's definitely mental health. Mental health is very much an issue, but I think that there has also been, and it, it, it may sound, you know, some people might scoff or roll their eyes, but I think a lot of, a, a lot of what's going on, but to keep it on the point of, of the gun topic uh, is from the demasculation of our society, the they they are vilifying masculine men, you know, saying toxic masculinity. So, you know, so they're vilifying masculinity, yeah. uh, vilifying even even chivalry. With you how know? many? And tell me, with how many beta males there are right now? So exactly, yeah. exactly, and and that's <laughs> like, why I say it's it's actually the root of a lot of issues that we got. But with the guns, so rather than because if you look back, not even that long ago, 20, 30, 30 years ago, maybe forty at the most i don't i don't know how far back you'd have to go because i'm thinking like 80s 90s you know the 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 when there were all those action movies and and arnold schwarzenegger you know guys sylvester stallone guys with like huge biceps and and machine guns and throwing grenades and explosions everywhere but it was it wasn't considered toxic or anything that it was celebrated but not just in the pop culture around that time because you know i was a kid in the in the 90s i remember all those action movies but it wasn't just that it was also there would be at, at like school gun safety programs or, or at like the neighborhood library, they would have a, the policemen come and talk to you about safety, uh, whether it was guns or just neighborhood safety and stuff. But the, but I remember as a child, it, seeing the police in your neighborhood was a lot more of just a normal thing. Like you, they, they did uh, those talks to the library or, or there would be a TV special that would, you know, have, have you uh, talking to the kids about, gun safety or neighborhood safety, you know, don't talk to strangers, all those kind of kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And guns were, it wasn't like, Oh, those are evil. It was, it was, this is a, a thing. It's, you know, it's, it's a, it's like a, it's a tool a tool almost. 
yeah, it's a tool, but it's dangerous. So you have to be safe with it. You got to be careful. And I, I was, I was taught at a very young age, if 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 you ever come across a gun, you know how to handle it, how not to handle it, you know. And it was never scary to me. You know, I've been to the shooting range. I've owned guns. You know, yeah. and so it, it's just it's really weird to me because it wasn't that long ago that people were raised where it was it was just part of like growing up that you just like learning to ride a bike you learned uh gun safety you know what i mean you just it was just part of all the growing up especially as a guy you know mm-hmm. and now it's like all these guys because it's women have always sort of been you know they're, they're not meant for combat that's fine but all these guys now the guys the the men i don't i don't even call them men that are oh guns are bad uh, there's a problem and, you know, and they sound weak. They sound pathetic. They're you know? beta males. They're beta males. Exactly. They sound like you can hear it. And it's, and it's just like this, this is why you have, when you see, you know, the difference here, when you have like Israel saying, oh, we had a mass shooting. Okay. Give everybody guns because they know that the bad guys are less likely to do things when they know everybody's armed. Bad guys are like, uh, places like, you know, like Texas and things where, where, gun ownership is like everybody has a gun they don't have a lot of crime or at least a lot less you know certain areas because of the border but so i don't know if texas is the best example but you get what i mean and um florida's the best like like israel here seems seems to understand and that's why we have when you ask like well why why are we not doing why are we doing like the opposite over here And and i'll tell you the 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 two main reasons the government because that's how they control it when we don't have any means to fight back. That's a clean sweep at that point for them to, to control us. And uh, the society has been steadily demasculated. I don't even know how long it's been going on now, but just, just the vilifying of, of, of masculinity. It's, it's a horrible, horrible thing. And, and uh, not just, you know, because people might think, oh, what, what, what is masculinity? Just going out and banging a bunch of chicks? No, that's actually not masculinity. That's, that's part of the problem, too. That's part of the problem, too, because where do you think all these beta guys come from? They come from single mothers. <laughs> that, that's prob- that's one of the first things you should mention. Like um, here, like a thing with people like giving up, wanting to give up, want, want to ban guns. They are all. If you also notice something curious, they're also people that are scared of freedom. Like they want to rely on the government. They want they security. Want, yes. Like Benjamin Franklin said it best. Those that would give up um, um, freedom for a little bit of temporary safety deserve neither and will receive neither. Yep. Yeah. 100% they want, agree. and that's what it's so funny because you know they they get all uppity about these Marvel characters, you know, these fictional characters, and it's like do you you don't even realize, or they don't seem to realize. I guess I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But they don't even realize that. Like, what was it? Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. The Marvel Civil War. That whole thing. The whole thing was uh, freedom versus security. Captain America was freedom. Tony Stark yes. was security. Yes. And it was and it was shown that Tony Stark ended up being the bad guy in that. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're just they're so they're yeah. Uh, great quote from uh, Franklin, and I wholeheartedly agree. Um, freedom over security, and and you can you can have security with the freedom but you have to be willing to fight for it and and i i think that because when you when you look at it that way it's not even that 
the secure it's just security because it'd be because you can like i said you can have security but you, but you gotta fight for it because you have the, f- the freedom to do so yeah they want not just security they also want somebody else to do it for them security yeah. that somebody else takes care of yeah that's incredibly stupid right there and like this, this part in the article, this is actually a tweet they put out right here from that, and they're in the in the in the Daily Caller just leak leaking to this right here. And the tweet says, "Have you ever asked yourself how does a 13 year old terrorist look like? Take a look at this video from today's terror attack in Jerusalem. Jerusalem, sorry, the 13 year old perpetrator is a brainwashed victim of systemic Palestinian incitement to hatred and violence. This is this is despicable." Like it, it's the same issue right coming here in America. Mentally ill people, particularly mentally ill high schoolers, getting their hands on guns when they shouldn't have them, and just going mm-hmm. up and shooting up schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same no, same exactly. situation. And they've and they've been they've been brainwashed to to hate uh, uh, people. Yeah, yeah. Like, like one of their ultimate like I'm in. And this is actually a great quote. Um, and I truly believe this. They've taken everyone's guns except America's and Switzerland's. And when they get our guns, they can have their world tyranny. That's what the elitists want. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah, 100%. All- if, you've, if you've been seeing some of the recent footage from the uh, World Economic Forum, it's, oh. uh, I, I know this word has been thrown around a lot lately, but I, I try not to overuse it. It's demonic. Oh, it's yeah. demonic. Yeah. Talking about, I saw this guy, I don't remember his name, the bald guy that was like, Klaus Schwab. Uh, yeah, I think so. He was He's the one who was saying, um, we can create our own life. We'll be like gods Ugh. and with our, with our divine creations. He used these words. He used divine creations, talking about like putting your brain in a computer chip or whatever. Yeah. And, and people will be immortal and all this shit. And I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is satanic. Or Luciferian. So, yeah. yeah. Like it's scary stuff, man. Really scary. Like um, like our the guns is our last defense um uh, to protect ourselves and the, and the Constitution. That's the only that's the yes. last defense we have. And if it goes away, then we're finished. Like the whole world is done. We're we're literally like the last line of defense. Switzerland too is is the last line as well. Because yeah, I, if you didn't know, Switzerland's at, they're actually into guns more than even we are. Well, no, Switzerland's actually really based. They also outlawed all the LGBT stuff, too. That part I was not aware of. I yeah, let me pull up the a- article. Let me pull up the article real quick. Uh, it, it, got the, it got the Twitter mob mad at me because I, I retweeted. I said, oh, based. Based as fuck. And they said, ah, oh, so what are, what are trans people supposed to do in Switzerland? Just stop existing? Yes. Sorry, I'm, I hope I'm not too extreme for your podcast. Hey, but just... L- Say what you want. Say what you want. I'm just here to have a conversation. All right. So here we go. I got the tweet right here uh, and I'll open the news article and I'll post it in the uh, the private chat. So if you want to. Sure. If you want to bring it up on screen, it's not that old. Um, but it says Switzerland rejects gender ideology uh, ideology and rules. Sex is binary. Hmm. So no more preferred pronouns and shit. Hmm. <laughs> I was not aware of this. Yeah. 
What a, okay. In a landmark move, Switzerland's government has rejected gender ideology by ruling that sex is binary and people must be referred to as either male or female with no exceptions. Based as fuck, yes, Switzerland. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but not. I did not know about this. I'll, I'll after after I'm done with this episode, I'm gonna have to go read the full article. Like, yeah, yeah. See, that's that, and and that's why when you're telling me that they uh they're also holding on to their guns, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm liking Switzerland more and more. This yeah. is great. No, but that, that's what I mean. Is any any of us around the world, uh, Switzerland, the U.S., anybody who's who's you know holding on to their guns, holding on to that uh, true idea of freedom, that true uh, value of freedom. The only and, issue uh, self-reliance then the only we're issue, the last line of defense man the only issue i have with switzerland is that um because of this ukraine war they they, they say if you turn your your heat up too high because of how high energy how low how low energy they they're going to be having they send if you turn your heat up too high you actually may be arrested this winter oh that's yeah, my only I, issue i'm not i'm not all about the climate change you know <laughs> that's a myth well also, did you hear that um, in the European Union, they actually passed a carbon tax on individuals? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, and this is what it's its just like the social credit score. And 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 I, I know I, I would I would bet any amount of money that they that's what they were wanting to do. They were wanting to get social credit score like oh. China has on on all of us. And I think because so many people were already aware of China's social credit score system and how horrible it is, that as soon as they hinted at it, people there was like a huge uproar. And now the uh, because because they've got enough people brainwashed into thinking climate change is an actual thing, they're going to use this uh, carbon footprint tax. That will be the new social credit score. Mark my words. If you have if you're not already thinking that, maybe you're already thinking that but if you mark my words that will be the new social they'll sneak it in because they tried they wanted to they tried and at the hint of it too many people push back but because they've got enough on the on the climate change uh uh nonsense they're they're going to push that for your social credit score well the 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 way well the first instances of a social credit score system they're going to be doing here in the in america is like them once they create a central digital bank currency that's yep. a, that's what the yeah, moment they try that to happens, get rid of your paper money start start making preparations that's that's why i actually say invest in, in crypto that's the the number one thing you should probably probably be yep. doing because yep. crypto is the future yeah and they want and it's and and you can see how much it they don't like it with how much they're trying to control it yeah like um like the, have you also been noticing all these elitists have been buying up Bitcoin like dramatically, like dramatically yeah, doing scams with them and stuff that that bankman guy that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that Jewish guy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. all right. Um, uh, but yeah, so no, that's that's an interesting uh, article from from Israel, though. I, I'm glad that they're. Uh, taking a smarter approach to guns and and that Switzerland is like that as well. Um, you know, we just need more people to to not only wake up, but be willing to do something. It's one thing to go, oh, yeah, that's wrong. But like, I, I think a lot of people aren't really willing to put their money where their mouth is. Like I said, people are afraid of freedom. That's what that's just what, yeah. what it boy. That's what it is. It doesn't come easy. It doesn't yeah. come easy. When they realize that there are people who literally died so that you could have an opportunity for that free. So you can have that freedom. And mm-hmm. yeah. They're just, you see, where do you see, obviously you're aware of the Great Reset, correct? Because you mentioned the World Economic Forum. 
Um, yes. And like with this um, this future they're having by 2030, um, what do you think the world will actually look like by the time we get to 2030? What do you what do you suspect it will look like? Um, I I I don't see them being successful in the Great Reset. At least not by then. There's there's it's kind of like what I was saying with the social credit score. There's too many people that are already aware of it, and that mm-hmm. are um telling others about it and so i mean that's how you know we're talking about it now because it's too many people are aware they're gonna have to be a lot sneakier with that you know to to actually to actually pull it off the way they want to now they are already implementing uh elements of the great reset they've been paypal yeah paypal there yeah there you go um but you know with eat the bugs have you seen how they've been (laughs) oh yeah slowly getting people to warm up to the idea of eating bugs and and bill gates talking about synthetic meat or or how he he, tastes like he he recently said that we need to ban eggs yeah yeah ban gas stoves ban eggs you know all these things yeah so that's what that's what um i don't know that it'll happen the way that they are wanting it to or envisioning it to by 2030 because too many of us are already aware, but you can see them already sneaking in elements, trying to implement it. So, so the bugs, the like you mentioned, the the eggs, um, the Bill Gates with the synthetic beef. So there's a lot of food stuff going on. They they already put shit in the waters and stuff. So, so uh, the so the do you, do you think they're actually preparing for potential rebellion and stuff like that? That's why they're actually in some cases like saying twenty. Why do you think they're trying or- to take the guns? Or like saying trying, or like saying twenty thirty five, or like or saying twenty forty nine. If they're actually taking in rebellion into consideration, yeah. Why do you, that? Why do you think they're? T- why do you think they're calling a, a a wrist brace on a pistol and turning that into a short barrel rifle? They're getting desperate at this yeah. point. Why do you think they're trying to take all the guns? That's exactly why, man. They this is what this is why I said once they have all the guns, it's a clean sweep. It's a clean sweep. Yeah. Uh, down in Australia. It's a perfect example. Down in Australia, they when the when the uh, coof was going on, and they and they rounded up everyone's guns. They actually did a national buyback, but it wasn't voluntary. It was an involuntary buyback. So, so meaning if you didn't, you go to jail. Exactly, exactly. But but we'll give you money for doing for being a good little boy or good little girl, a good little Aussie, right? As soon as that was done, as soon as that was done. And the and the coup was in full sprint, full swing. Lockdowns. You thought China was bad? <laughs> Australia. I mean, and China is bad. They were welding people, and don't get me wrong. And I and I'm not trying to say that Australia was like worse than China, but the fact that China was they, they we already know that they're this like horrible communist empire. You know, the CCP. That's where the social credit score. We already, Australia. We thought that people think of Aussies as, as sort of you know the outback. You know, the free. You know, they're kind of wild and free, right? Mm-hmm. They were locked down nearly as bad as China. They had concentration camps. Actual, they, they didn't call them that, but they had. But there's video footage of oh, these of them. these rows and rows of trailers where they would keep people who were unvaxxed or refused to take it, whatever. And they had the the little tape, the yellow tape on their on their porch. And if you set a foot over it, if you set a foot over, you're fined five thousand dollars. There were kids, these uh it was like three or four teenagers that that climbed over the fence and escaped and they rounded them up like dogs. Yeah. All right. And, and also, nobody could could do anything. All they could do is take vi- uh video on their phone and go, 
Oh, look at what they're doing to us. Well, you, you shouldn't have given up your guns. Yeah. So that's exactly why they're doing that, man. They 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 yeah. know exactly what's going on. So so to to back to your original question of where where with the Great Reset, where do we see uh, in the next uh, seven to ten years? I don't see the full Great Reset happening. In fact, we may have to you know make a full on rebellion or revolution, whatever you want to call it. Hopefully, it won't get that severe. But what yeah. I do see is I see the the rise of alternate economies, alternate agriculture. So you're going to have where when you go to the grocery store and all of these name brand companies, the corporations, because that's what they are. They're corporations that, that send, that send the cereal and the, the canned, you know, that's going to be shit. That's going to be bugs or synthetic or whatever. Right. But, but, uh, mom and pop, that have been that have been you know the the conservatives that that everyone called racist and homophobes or whatever that have the farm they're going to open up a, a farmer's market and you're probably going to have to travel further it's not going to be nearly as convenient but you it, it, it maybe not at first who knows it might happen better than what i'm thinking and maybe a, a lot more people will rise up and go yeah i'm going to open my own shop i'm not but i'm not i'm not selling the bugs you know because i'm not going to eat the bugs so i'm not going to shop anywhere that sells the bugs especially if that's all they sell and that's what i think it, worst case scenario in at least in the time frame that you uh described um that's what i'm thinking is is you may end up having to choose where you go to shop because they're going to want to sell you the bugs they're going to want to want you living in pods and stuff like that so own land and be plugged into the metaverse way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They're going to want you plugged into VR 24 seven. It's going to be like that uh, ready player one movie that everyone's it's going to be like a drug where people are going to be miserable if they're not in there. You know, well, like it's not it's like, be you, like the Matrix. Yeah, it's very, very much. Well, the the Matrix, the reason I say ready player one is because even though that was more lighthearted than the Matrix, it was you saw what life, life was like outside of the VR. People were living in those stacked up trailers you know it was it was like the uh, uh 1984 those, like. yeah 1984 but what are those things shipping crates those shipping yeah. crate homes have you seen those they're they're actually doing them and they stack and, them up in california yeah yeah and 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 so you've you've heard them say at the at the world economic forum that guy who was like you'll live in pods you'll eat the bugs you'll own nothing but you'll be happy because you'll be in the metaverse, you'll be in VR. And so you'll be miserable when you're not in VR. And so and for, for those people, for, for people unwilling to, to do anything for themselves, I think there's going to be people who, who already own their own lands. That's, that, that's what, uh, it's not just me. A lot of people are telling you buy a house, buy land. Don't be renting an apartment right now. It's not a, you, if you want to prepare for the future, own your own land, uh, learn how to hunt, how to fish, how to farm. Look. Learn how to code. Yeah. Well, yeah, they say learn how to code. But but seriously, learn how to code so that we can have our own. Uh, it, like, it, like a lot of people were wanting Elon Musk to make Twitter open source so that we could just have our own Twitter because we've tried with like Truth Social and Gab and all this. But they just, no, nobody ever really goes there. They don't they don't function quite as well. You know, well, I don't Twitter trust just has Elon. That. Yeah, I don't I don't trust him either, man. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. I don't trust him either. Oh, wow. A lot of people are just like, oh, praise Elon. I'm like, he's he's not nearly as bad as a lot of them, but I don't, he's not like. He's still in the, the club. Savior. Yeah, he's a globalist. Yeah, he's so. The, he's, he's one of the elites. Exactly. That's why I'm just like, I don't, everybody's just jumping on like, like, hey, he's the new greatest thing. I'm like, well, 
I'm, I'm glad he has Twitter now. He's better than the, than the other people, but like, he's not like a, a the savior or whatever. I don't know, man. They, they, yeah. People are weird, man. People, and, and, and kind of goes back to the whole demasculation, how, you know, and, and all the single mothers, nobody has, nobody has father figures. Nobody has male role models to look up to. Look how desperate they are. So when they see somebody like, like Elon Musk or even Trump for that matter, and look how desperate, you know, cause I mean, you know, yeah, I would vote for Trump over, over Biden. I did vote for Trump over Biden, but, um, I've been not losing, perfect. You've been, you've been losing trust in Trump because um, I've been I've losing been, trust in him lately. I've been, I, me too. It, him and Marjorie Taylor Greene, for instance, like, the yes, moment, yeah, the moment, I don't know what her problem is. The moment, the moment you know they, who endorsed, I like? they endorsed I like Lowen, Lauren Boebert and, uh, Ron DeSantis, Matt Gates, Matt Gates. Yeah. See, I like that crowd. Yeah. Well, I've been losing trust with Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene because the moment they endorsed McCarthy for House Speaker, that that just got on my nerves. Yep. I I'll tell you when it was for me actually with the when Trump endorsed Dr. Oz. That's the, that was that's when them. I go I go what are you doing? What? And and then and then it just started all unraveling from there. And then you go back and you look back on on how he was all for the 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 vaccine, you know, um Operation Warp Speed or whatever it was called, Warp Drive, Warp Speed. Yeah, rolling that thing out as fast as possible. He was all for it. So, um, I he didn't mandate. It's not like he was, you know, but he he was singing its praises. So th there's just, I don't know. He's not perfect. And, and I and I guess what my point was is just how people are so desperate for a male role model, whether it's you know Trump or Elon Musk or uh, you know these guys like Andrew Tate or anything. And and Andrew Tate just, is controlled opposition, man. I'm sorry, yeah, but he is. I'm no, sorry. He's, He's uh he's not someone to to look up to. Um, I I think some of the stuff he says is funny. Well, you know, here's the thing though. Here's the thing about Andrew Tate. How does a guy who ha have thirty have like thirty something cars, including Lamborghinis, and it has a, this world in this big podcast which which everyone talks about. Everyone talks about him all the time. And where does he get all this money from? Like he he's he's a yes he's a world famous kickboxer but kickboxers don't make nearly that kind of that kind of money. Where the hell is he getting well, this money from? I mean, it could be that that whole. I don't know if he was like trafficking. I don't know if that's the word for it, but he I was involved I, in the he was involved I, I, in the sex industry. I don't think so. I think it's just that they're just they're just trying to um, take people's attention off the Davos event that was going on at the same time. Yeah. That that whole thing was was a uh, distraction for sure for sure. Also, but yeah, he's not he's not a, a good role model. But the, but you see a lot of people latching onto him. I'm just I'm just throwing examples out there of 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 these of these men yeah. that people are are uh, seemingly desperate to latch onto. Yeah, you know, and it just and, it just goes back to my point of that whole uh, no fathers in the home. You know, the single mothers. There's no good male role models. There's no uh, good masculinity out there. It's all being vilified and, and the, yeah. the people that, that all these guys latch onto, they're not good. Yeah. Like, like we were saying, we don't trust Elon. We don't, we don't necessarily trust uh, Trump as much anymore. And, and then these other uh, guys like Andrew Tate, uh, you know, they're toxic. Uh, too, you know, another so. one, Luke Radowski from who appears on Tim cast all the time. I think he's controlled opposition. Really? I haven't now, well, because you I know mentioned why? earlier, I only watched Tim from time to time. So I've only seen Luke like, like two or three times because he's one you, of the newer guests he wasn't always on there 
Oh, he's he's been on there for years, though. Actually, oh, has like he? A, I don't know. See, that's that. That just shows you how little I watch it. I he's, guess he's become. But I a, haven't seen him as much as somebody like Ian, for instance. He's a he's a co-host on for for Tim Cast on and off. Like he's okay. there for he's there for a couple months. He's off for a couple months. There a couple. Months, I must have joined. I must have started watching during his off months because I only just I only just started noticing him in the in the episodes or, or podcasts or whatever they're called. Reason I think he is because like um. Are you aware, like, 10, like 10, 11 years ago, he ran into Jacob Rothschild? Are you aware of that? Like, no. and when I say ran into him, I'm talking about just walked up on him in a video and, and started, and guess what? Jacob Rothschild didn't have any, like, um, any security guards around him at all. And Luke just walked up to him, literally in the video. And there, this, is, this isn't some hidden video. This is actually a real video that Luke did and put out on YouTube. This is from, like, 10, 11 years ago. I'll have to look that up. I haven't seen it. See, I like I said, I don't know too much about the guy. Yeah. Like um one of my friends, he's at mine mine and um Carlos's friends was actually on Tim's shoot show like um a week or two ago, actually. Like a guy we personally know. Oh wow. Yeah. Like and like I've done a lot of we've done a lot of collabs with him and it's some of the best stuff I've done. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, all right, now I think I'm gonna wrap this episode up right now. So, like, um, I, maybe you got some stuff to do because I think I'm I have some stuff to do as well. So, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. No, this was a good conversation, though. Great. We, yeah, we gotta do it again. Yeah. Also, so maybe sometime me, you, and Carlos can do a collab together, all three of us. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll 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 try to I'll try to set it up eventually. I I don't know when, but I'll try to set it up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And before and before we go, where can my audience find you, Orbital? Uh, best place to find me is on YouTube. Orbital Bacon uh, is the channel name. Um, I stream multiple days a week and occasionally upload a video. It's mostly lighthearted stuff, uh, as you mentioned. I like your I liked your description at the opening of the podcast when you said it's an entertainment streamer. That's that's a good. I I like that. I think I'm going to start using that. It's an entertainment streamer because uh, of all the stuff like we've been talking about here. Sometimes it can get you down. You know, it can get you down. It's a lot. It's it's heavy what's going on in the world right now, a lot of it. And so I like to provide a, uh, some laughs, you know, just some lighthearted stuff. And it's doesn't mean that, you know, some things might not get brought up or I might not uh, joke on some things or whatever because I am who I am and I'll, I'll speak my mind. Uh, but at the very least, you don't have to worry about any uh, like woke nonsense or anybody walking on eggshells. I basically... Just tell it like it is. I like to have fun. Um, we'll look at, you know, memes, videos. Uh, I'll do gaming streams. So just kind of, as as you described, I really like that. Entertainment streamer, all-around entertainment streamer. So that's the best place to find me on YouTube at Orbital Bacon, as well as on Twitter at Bearded Magneto, because it's actually my second account. The Cancel Mob got the first one terminated. So if you want to see what they are mad about, the latest the latest post that everyone's mad about in the Transformers community, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. So yeah. <laughs> those are the best places to find me. Yeah. All right. All right. Out there, make sure to like this video and subscribe to my channel here on rumble. Also make sure to follow me on all the other podcast um, platforms and all the other, um, because I'm on all of them and on all the other social media platforms too, as well as go subscribe to orbital bacon on YouTube and follow him on Twitter as well. All right, guys, this is Ray and Orbital Bacon, and this has been the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 93. Catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.